0: It's one o'clock, I'm Kenny Hodgeart. The headlines, the Secretary for the Civil Service, Ingrid Young, says around 2,200 children aged between six months and three years have had Sinovac inoculations since they became available to that age group a week ago. Chief Executive John Lee says he will introduce measures in his policy address in October to enable Hong Kong to attract more international innovation and technology talent. And an aviation analyst says reduction of hotel quarantine to three nights should boost business for Cathay Pacific, but that it it could take up to two years for it to return to pre-pandemic levels. The Secretary for the Civil Service, Ingrid Young, says that around 2,200 children aged between six months and three years have had Sinovac inoculations since they became available to that age group a week ago. Mrs Young told an RTHK programme that authorities plan to offer the jabs to young children at more venues, including the Hong Kong Children's Hospital and Maternal and Child Health Centres. The minister added that the government is in talks with the manufacturer of the BioNTech vaccine about purchasing doses for babies and toddlers, but urged parents not to wait.
1: I know that some parents hope to have more vaccine choices, but experts have told us that Sinovac is a very safe vaccine for parents who want to provide protection for their children sooner. Don't hesitate and have them vaccinated with this vaccine now.
0: Chief Executive John Lee says Hong Kong needs to grab international talent in innovation and technology. He says that's among the views he collected in recent consultation sessions for his policy address and that he fully agrees and will introduce relevant measures in his October blueprint. Giving a speech at an IT summit, the CE said Hong Kong needs to live up to President Xi Jinping's expectations for the sector and that the state leader's visit to the science park during his trip here last month shows that Beijing values it highly. The Food Expo opened its doors today, but visitors say they're disappointed with a tasting ban which is in force for a second year. The five-day event at the Convention and Exhibition Centre in Wan Chai attracted people to queue overnight despite pandemic restrictions. One, visit, one visitor, surnamed Young, said she hopes the ban can be lifted next year. This is my first year to come to
1: the Food Expo. This year they prohibited people to taste the food, so I feel kind of bummed out by this. I think there are less people this year because of this regulation. For the previous years, I don't think that most people know that they banned it. Food taste testing. they only get here and they know this rule, but this year I think that more people get to know about this rule. I guess this causes the food exposed to be less attractive.
0: However, another visitor, surnamed Chan, who had come to buy mooncakes using his consumption vouchers, said the tasting ban did not affect him. Maybe this is the policy for the COVID-19. This is a good policy because the sixth wave is coming now. Cannot eat inside is good for the pandemic. This has stimulated the economy in Hong Kong. You can see so many people come to here to buy the food. Especially, the government give the two thousand dollars. An aviation analyst says the reduction of hotel quarantine to three nights should boost business for Cathay Pacific, but it could take up to two years for it to return to pre-pandemic levels. The airline yesterday reported a first-half loss of $5 billion, which was a third lower than the same period last year. Its chairman called for a roadmap for the lifting of COVID travel restrictions to try and restore Hong Kong's position as an international aviation hub. Herman Che from aviation analytics firm Sirium was optimistic about the outlook. If you look at Hong Kong right now, we have less than 100 departing flights every day. But if you look at one of the major competitors in the region in Singapore, the Qingyi Airport,
1: it is now uh, nearly 300. Flex every day. They have quarantine-free
0: travel for vaccinated travellers, which has attract both inbound and outbound tourists and business travellers. But for long term, I don't think that once the quarantine requirements are cleared with a good network connection to China, Hong Kong will catch up very soon. A financial services consultancy says business leaders should provide more work-from-home opportunities after its survey found that a majority of respondents who prefer remote work don't have the luxury. PwC spoke to over 50,000 employees in 44 countries and regions. Among the 1,000 responses across Hong Kong, almost 90% of employees said they prefer to work remotely. However, less than half have the option. Michael Cheng is from PwC. Organizations need to be more intentional in terms of of, uh, of recognizing that, that remote working uh, standpoint
1: where... Managers, people managers, really need to place more attention and be empathetic toward employee and work for, uh, workers and their well-being. What they can actually do is, again, scheduling. There are also um, other areas where if you're in a workplace where you have smaller management teams, usually like project-based organizations, really encouraging
0: these small projects to look at different ways of offering employees the opportunity to work from home. A representative of local subsidised schools doesn't think the new Amber Code policy will cause much disruption. The code is given to inbound travellers. After they finish three nights hotel quarantine, they have to stay under medical surveillance for four days. It it restricts them from high-risk activities, such as dining out. Schools are seeking clarity on whether Amber Code students and teachers should be restricted from mask-off activities on campus. Dion Chen, chairman of the Direct Subsidy Schools Scheme Council, says he doesn't think many students and teachers from local schools will have left Hong Kong. The new term of
1: the coming school year will start on 1st of September, which is the Thursday and if the, really the parents and students return to Hong Kong and completed their hotel quarantine on 31st of August, so they only have 2 days school for the rest of the four days. So that two-day school usually in the local secondary school, the first two days we only have a half-day school. So 2 days half-day school with no lunch in school, so the risk relatively actually is not that high. And also, I don't think too many students and parents will leave Hong Kong for holidays for this year.
0: North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un has declared victory in the battle against coronavirus and ordered the lifting of restrictions imposed in May. More from the BBC's Sanjay Dasgupta. It was a shining victory, Kim Jong-un told a group of North Korean health workers and scientists, describing the government's figures of 74 deaths as an unprecedented miracle compared to other countries. Observers say the official numbers in Pyongyang are unlikely to reveal
1: the whole picture. It has not rolled out any vaccination program, relying instead on rigid lockdowns, homegrown treatments and what Kim Jong-un has called the advantageous Korean-style socialist system.
0: The former US President Donald Trump has refused to answer questions from the New York Attorney General Letitia James, who is investigating the Trump Organization's business practices. Mr Trump invoked his right against self-incrimination under the Fifth Amendment as he sat facing the Attorney General for several hours, repeating the words, same answer to every question. Nima Ramani, who is a former federal prosecutor, says Mr Trump's decision could still bear consequences.
1: And a lot of folks know that there's a fifth amendment privilege against self-incrimination and criminal prosecutors can't comment on that in a criminal case but this is a civil case letitia james the new york attorney general chose to file a civil lawsuit instead of a criminal prosecution and in civil cases an invocation can be argued by the plaintiffs that it means that the defendant is liable
0: Britain says it's sending another three long-range multiple rocket launchers to Ukraine, doubling the number it has provided. It will be sending more ammunition. The the Defence Secretary, Ben Wallace, made the announcement at a conference in Denmark that aims to sustain long-term support for Ukraine. Mr Wallace said Western countries supplying Ukraine are pleased with the way it has been using the precision equipment they're sending. We're very satisfied that... It being used correctly, it was very important that as Ukraine switches from Soviet-era equipment, that it uses the now sort of NATO-standard or Western-gifted equipment in the way the West would use it. Otherwise, they'd run out pretty quickly. And we've seen uh, in open-source reporting they've been targeting command and control centres, ammunition dumps, all the things that you use longer-range artillery and, as they call it, deep fires, which is designed to make sure that an invading army finds it very hard to resupply its front line. A thousand firefighters have been mobilised in France to tackle a resurgence of wildfires in the southwest region of Gironde. The blaze has spread faster than those that devastated the region in July. Thousands of people have had to be evacuated. New figures from the US show inflation in the world's largest economy has slipped from its 40-year peak but remains high. Year-on-year inflation fell to 8.5% last month with prices flat on a month-to-month basis, largely because of falling petrol costs. Recent increases in interest rates have raised fears that a recession is imminent. Brian Marks is a scholar at the University of New Haven Pompeii College of Business. So right now, I
1: think most people would go ahead and say, we're still in a period of crosswinds. We have a great deal of volatility. This latest number was highly dependent upon arguably uh, gasoline prices, um, food prices. We've seen some uh, ease in the pressure, upward pressure that is. It doesn't mean prices
0: haven't been increasing. They have been. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 19,972. That's 361 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $44 billion. And the currency is the US dollar is trading at 133.12 yen. The euro stands at a US dollar and two cents and the pound is worth nine Hong Kong dollars and 56 cents to Sport and Real Madrid have beaten Eintracht Frankfurt 2-0 to claim football's UEFA Super Cup. David Alaba and Karim Benzema got the goals as the winners of the the Champions League defeated the Europa League holders at at the Olympic Stadium in Helsinki. Real's fifth Super Cup triumph puts them level with Barcelona and AC Milan as the teams with most wins in the competition. In Spain, Barcelona have been blocked by La Liga from registering new players before the season starts. The club is wrestling with severe financial issues which need to be addressed to comply with the league's regulations. As it stands, Barca won't be able to select their new signing, Robert Lewandowski, for Saturday's opening game against Rayo Vallecano. Ernest Masia of Radio Catalunya says Barca are title contenders if they can field their best team. Well, La Liga, yes, it's realistic. Barcelona really are
1: contenders for La Liga. When last year, one of the worst Barcelona teams in history was able to beat Real Madrid in Santiago bernabeu nil 0-4.
0: And nowadays in La Liga, there are no more threats against Madrid or Barcelona. So I think that for La Liga, Barcelona has many chances. The PGA TOUR's FedEx Cup playoffs will take place without players who defected to the Saudi-funded Live Golf Series after a US judge denied a bid by three of those players seeking to enter this week's event in Memphis. The BBC's Paul Serras reports. A court in the USA has dismissed a legal case brought by three golfers from the Breakaway Live Tour, seeking to overturn a decision from the PGA Tour to suspend them from playing in the FedEx Cup playoffs. The PGA Tour has temporarily banned its members who take part in the Saudi Arabia-funded Live Series, but Australian Matt Jones and Americans Taylor Gooch and Hudson Swafford had asked for a temporary restraining order, clearing them to play at the first tournament on Thursday. Rory McIlroy has welcomed the decision and says there has to be consequences. Anyone that's read the PJ Tour handbook or, or abided by the rules and regulations, that would feel very unfair to them. And that's
1: sort of you know, how it played out and, and you know, there's such a long way to go. It's like you birdie the first hole but you've still got 17 holes to go. But um,
0: you know, it, was, it was a good day for, for the Tour and for the, the major, majority of the membership yesterday. Tennis and Nick Kyrgios continued his impressive run of form by beating the world number one and defending champion Daniel Medvedev in the second round of the Canadian Open in Montreal. Kyrgios came through 6-7, 6-4, 6-2. The Australian is fresh from winning his seventh ATP title in Washington last week. He's won 14 of his last 15 matches, the only loss coming against Novak Djokovic in the Wimbledon final. He also improved his record to 3-1 against Medvedev. And a look at the weather. Mainly cloudy with occasional showers and thunderstorms. The maximum temperature will be around 31 degrees, moderate to fresh, southeasterly winds. The outlook, occasional showers in the next couple of days, sunny intervals early next week. The current temperature at the observatory is 27 degrees with humidity of 92%. And a look at the top stories of once again, the Secretary for the Civil Service, Ingrid Young, says around 2,200 children aged between six months and three years have had Sinovac inoculations since they became available to that group a week ago. Chief Executive John Lee says he'll introduce measures in his policy address in October to enable Hong Kong to attract more international innovation and technology talent and an innovation an aviation analyst says reduction of hotel quarantine to three nights should boost business for Cathay Pacific, but that it could take up to two years for it to return to pre, pre-pandemic levels. The news from RTHK.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mare, on this Thursday afternoon. Thursday, the 11th of August is today's date. Big thanks to Phil Whelan, the trooper. Welcome back on the Morning Brew and cheers to the newsroom. On today's 123 Show, we're going to be bringing you Trash Talk this week, as I was away on Monday. Let's hear Trash Talk of the Week uh, with Marcy Trent-Long. This week, we'll be talking about hand sanitizers as nowadays hand sanitizers are